Hi there, and welcome to another episode of Canadian Manufacturing Talks. My name is Sadi, and I'm joined today by Kunal Falper, Chief Commercial Officer of Lifecycle Corporation, uh, here to talk to you about Lifecycle's plans for 2021 as a battery recycling company and the implications in the manufacturing industry. I wanted to start off by asking you about the uh, Lifecycle battery recycling program and uh, specifically how the technology works. I'm wondering uh, if you can sort of break it down for our audience in a digestible, sort of easy to understand way. Yeah, for sure. So uh, at Lifecycle, we have what we call our spoken hub technologies. Um, and the, the concept there is that we have a, a front end decentralized process combined with a centralized hub process. Uh, to bring, you know, all types of lithium-ion batteries, whether it's your phone, your electric vehicle, energy storage, uh, back to the the basic materials uh, contained in those batteries, such that you could bring that back into uh, the battery supply chain. Uh, just at a high level, what those two technologies are. I'll start with the spoke. So that's the front end decentralized process. Uh, it's essentially a, a mechanical shredding process that shreds the batteries and separates material. Uh, the key material what, that comes out of that is what the industry calls black mass, and that contains the highest value metals from the batteries, so cobalt, nickel, lithium, and so on. And that material is then able to be further processed or refined in our hub, which is a wet chemistry process that generates or creates individual products from those metals. So either cobalt sulfate, nickel sulfate, lithium carbonate, that can be returned into the battery economy. That is a very simplified breakdown. So I'm, I'm glad uh, we got that. Yeah, so thank you for that explanation. And I know recently Lifecycle was in the news, there, uh, the acquisition by Peridot and, and uh, you know, Lifecycle is going public. I'm wondering what that means for, for you guys in terms of your operations. Like, um, how is that going to change things? What kind of an expansion are we, are we looking at it from a battery manufacturing perspective? So it's a, not from a battery manufacturing, from a battery recycling perspective. Uh, you know, the core goal uh, of the capital raise was to, to fuel our growth here in North America and outside of North America. Uh, we, we had previously announced that we'll build a large-scale hub uh, in Rochester, New York. Uh, so that is the primary objective, but it also lets us execute onto our, our global growth plan uh, beyond that, looking at Europe and Asia's expansion markets for our business. And correct me if I'm wrong, but um, I believe there's currently only, I believe there's two commercial hubs, one in the US and one in Canada. Is that right? Yeah, so uh, we have two commercial spokes yes. in Kingston, Ontario and Rochester, New York. Uh, we're planning a third one as well as the, the hub, as I mentioned, are, is already in planning. Um, we've also shown in the investor deck that came out with the transaction, you know, we want to build multiple spokes uh, abroad in, in Europe and uh, the Asia Pacific region and even hubs uh, in the future. So the capital raise helps us to... to push those plans forward as the there is a need for such a technology and service across the uh, across the globe. I guess uh, getting a little bit more specific, um, I'm wondering what are sort of like the immediate next steps for Lifecycle in 2021. Um, I know you mentioned some of the 
the the intention to expand in Rochester and Europe and China. I'm wondering, I guess, uh, what's next on the horizon? Um, what's the main priorities for this year? Yeah, uh, you know, we just opened our Rochester, New York facility last year, the, the spoke, and uh, we've stated next year is when we aim to have the hub operational. So, you know, this year and next year is about building towards that that hub being operational and um, also just continuing to expand our presence with respect to uh, market share, et cetera, here using the plants we already have uh, in existence. Obviously, we show, you know, this global expansion. So our corporate development team is definitely looking at what are the opportunities uh, outside of North America, but uh, there's nothing specific I can comment on right now. I know battery re- recycling is still like a, a fairly new market. Um, I'm wondering, I guess, uh, what types of agreements uh, um, suppliers have with you, if how lucrative the the market is, and um, how many players are involved. Are there major auto manufacturers? I know the EV market is is really exploding this year. I'm wondering, um, I guess, what types of supplier agreements are in place with Lifecycle? Yeah, for sure. We can't comment on specific customers, but yeah. uh, you know, we do work with a number of the automotive OEMs. You know, automotive OEMs are different phases of their electrification rollout. Uh, so we haven't hit the big sort of wave of batteries coming off the road yet. Um, that's coming down the future, but they're definitely looking at, you know, how are we going to deal with this? Cause there's going to be, uh, intermediate problems with vehicles along the way. One other thing that we always talk about is that we're not going to necessarily focus just on end of life, but there's a fair amount of material generated during the manufacturing process of batteries, battery packs, battery modules that can be taken into the process and, uh, materials recovered. So that's also another area of focus. Um, and that's just two segments, of course. So there's there's electronic waste that's existed for uh, a number of years and, and continues to uh, be present in our daily lives. So there's still opportunities there to access you know, existing streams of batteries to recycle. It sounded really interesting to hear that it, the, the technology wasn't just um, you know, being applied to electric vehicles or, or car, ba- car batteries, but it also seemed like um, smartphones were a part of this picture and, you know, all, all types of um, electric batteries. It looks like all of that stuff is currently, correct me if I'm wrong, all of all types of um, batteries are being, I guess, processed in, in, in these facilities. Yeah. So we, we've received from numerous applications. So, you know, consumer electronics is actually pretty broad. Uh, if you look around your house, you know, phone, laptop, vacuum, maybe some power tools, uh, there's a lot of stuff that we use that's lithium-ion powered already. Then you get into uh, maybe still on the consumer end, you have micro mobility, hoverboards, scooters, things like that. Uh, you know, obviously with all the lockdowns, there's less of the limes, the Uber, the Lyft scooters, but those also run on lithium-ion batteries. Then staying with mobility, of course, there's electric vehicles, but there's the next iteration of commercial vehicles: buses, trucks, last-mile delivery, and then sort of separately, there's energy storage, right? Uh, whether it's grid storage related to renewables or you know, other applications, UPS systems, et cetera, where we can uh, replace lead acid batteries with lithium ion batteries, the telecom towers, those types of things um, is another market segment. Yeah. So it's clear that the market is huge and, you know, it's, it's, it's viable from an economic 
uh, standpoint, I'm wondering what kind of savings uh, are currently uh, possible in terms of, um, you know, when we recycle batteries. I'm sort of curious how much black mass comes out of a car battery on average. Yeah, just like a, a rough number uh, would be that, yeah, it depends on the material, but you probably get 40% plus of it is is black mass, uh, say out of an electrical the electric vehicle. Uh, you get mixed metals as another 50% and you get some percentage of, of plastic then, but it's going to vary in the material type that goes in. But yeah, a lot of it is the the active material from the batteries in, in the by weight when you look at an electric vehicle battery. It was a, a very insightful uh, conversation. So uh, thank you again for uh, meeting with me, Kunal. Thank Thanks. You. Take care. Yeah, have a good one. Thank you again to Kunal Falper for joining me today. And thank you as well for listening. Stay tuned for other interviews on our site at canadianmanufacturing.com.